Hello, and welcome to Episode 60 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. First, a warm welcome to Tammy B., the newest member of The Modern Manager community. You too can have access to the dozens of guest bonuses and episode guides that Tammy now gets when you become a member. To join, go to mamieks.com slash join. That link is in the show notes and stay tuned at the end of the episode for more information on all the perks of becoming a member. Now, today's episode is part one of a two-part series on email management. And part one is about personal email management systems. And part two, which will come out for episode 64, will be about team email practices. So for today, I'm going to share a bit about my own email practices, which have totally transformed over the past couple of weeks as I was preparing for this episode. To be honest, I decided to do an episode on email partly because I was frustrated with my own feelings of stress and overwhelm with email management. Things were slipping through the cracks and I was getting frustrated by my lack of responsiveness or missing an important email. And I just felt like I was being distracted by email all day long and somehow no longer following the practices that I knew I should be doing, but just wasn't. So I set out to learn more about various approaches to email management and then try them out. I am going to share with you the various practices and the impact that I've noticed on my own mental state and my inbox management over the past couple of weeks. So let's get to it. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfer-Stewart. I recently heard a statistic that managers spend 80 plus percent of their time between meetings and email. And that number astounded me. I already knew that managers spend a ridiculous amount of time in meetings because it's a big part of what I talk about when I'm talking about the importance of having effective meetings. But I didn't realize how bad email had gotten until I reflected on my own email practices and realized how much email was negatively impacting my own work. To set the stage, I knew I should only be checking email a few times a day, but most days I found myself flipping back and forth between email and other work, determined not to let email build up in my inbox. But I was actually doing a terrible job and emails were still piling up and I wasn't able to focus and concentrate on getting other work done efficiently because my brain was always half in my email. I had learned about Inbox Zero, I don't know, a long time ago, but I just never was able to get there until now. After reading a ton on various approaches to email management and synthesizing those learnings into a series of five principles with numerous tactics to support each one, I have been able to maintain Inbox Zero in two of my four emails, so I'm not there yet with all of them, but it's been a few weeks and it feels so good. So before I get into the principles, I do want to say a few words about this idea of Inbox Zero, because it might be something that you're familiar with already, or maybe you have a sense of what it's about just based on the name. But I do want to clarify because it's not as simple as just get everything out of your inbox. The concept of Inbox Zero, or at least my interpretation and understanding of it, is that the goal is to have zero emails in your inbox when you sign off for the night. That doesn't mean that you respond to every email. It just means that your inbox is empty. And it requires a series of habits or practices so that email isn't on your mind all the time. These distinctions are really important because it's part of the reason that I initially struggled with getting to inbox zero. 
I was treating each email with the same sense of importance. So I would leave things in my inbox to try and figure out when I would have time to get to it, which basically was never. And so things got out of control. And in that attempt to try and keep emails out, I was constantly going into my inbox, which wasn't really helping at all. And in fact, was probably doing the opposite of what it's supposed to do. This leads me to the first principle. Principle number one, your inbox is not your to-do list. Now, trust me, I know this best practice. I am a task list lover. I have a whole task system that combines Asana and paper, and I talk about task management over three episodes, which I will link to in the show notes. And yet still, I would leave emails that required some action in my inbox so that I wouldn't forget about them. And this is just a bad idea. To achieve inbox zero, you need to address each email, which means if it's a task, it needs to get done or into your task list and out of your email. If you were like me and you know this and yet you weren't doing it, now is the time to change that habit. To tactically help myself make this easier, I added the Asana Chrome extension for my Gmail account, which enables me to turn any email into a task. So now if I need to read some materials for an upcoming meeting, I make that into a task. If a client emails me and wants some recommended reading on a topic, I need to pull together that list, I make it into a task. And then the email gets archived. Obviously, this requires you to have a trustworthy task management system. So if you don't have that, whether it be a digital or paper version, consider either starting one or make a folder or a tag for any email that has an action item where you can put those emails directly into that folder or you can tag them and then address them when you have time carved out. But either way, any email that requires an action should not sit in your inbox waiting for you to take action on it. It should either go into your task list or into a special tag or folder where you'll address it later. Now, whether you turn that item into a task or do it right then is based on the two-minute rule. If you can deal with an email in less than two minutes, do it now. If it's going to take longer than that, make it a task. Now, I've heard this be the 30-second rule or the one-minute rule or the five-minute rule, so the length is up to you. But the point is, set some ground rule around whether or not you're going to deal with an email right in that moment and do the action, or you're going to save it for later. I have found that a surprising number of emails can be dealt with in less than two minutes. Now let's pause for a moment and talk about what to do with those hundreds, if not thousands of emails that are currently sitting in your inbox. Between my four email accounts, my inbox has ranged from just over 100 to nearly 4,000 old emails. In reality, I am never going to get through those 4,000 emails. And most of them are probably irrelevant at this point anyways. I would imagine that some of them are from 2012. So here's how I tackled them. I picked a date by which I was going to go through each email that had arrived after that date. So for three of my four inboxes, I decided on January 1st, 2019. I scheduled a task on my to-do list to go through every email in each of those inboxes between January 1st and today, or the day that I was doing it, and to deal with each of those emails according to my two-minute rule. So far, I have gotten through two of those three inboxes, and those two emails are the ones that I've been able to maintain at inbox zero. Then for everything that came in prior to January 1st, 2019, I just selected all and archived it. If it's more than six months old, it is highly unlikely that I'm going to do anything meaningful with it. But in case there's important information that I need to access, I don't want to just delete them. So archiving it gets it out of my inbox, but keeps it available for any future searches. The date you pick is really up to you. It could be one month, three months prior, six months, a year. 
Remember, you're not going to delete anything. You're just moving it to another storage site. The point of picking a date is to give you a chance to follow up on anything that may still warrant your attention, even if it's a few weeks or months old. I found a few items that I followed up on, plus some interesting articles that people had sent, but mostly I just archived as I went. And that leads us to the next principle. Principle number two, not all emails are equal. This is where I struggled before because I really wanted to read every newsletter or respond to every personal email and every article that was sent to me, and that just isn't always the highest priority. Principle number two, it requires you to be honest about what really matters and how you're going to spend your time. So what I've started doing is opening the newsletters and skimming them and then deciding if there's something in it that I want to read further. If there's a link to an article, I open it and save it to Evernote. For emails with lots of content in them, I can usually skim through it within those two minutes and then just be done. But either way, it gets archived and out of my inbox. And the same is true for personal emails. If it's an invitation to an event, I will decide if I even want to go. And if I do, I'll check the date and add it to my calendar and RSVP right then. And if I need some time to think about it, I'll snooze the email, which I'll talk about a little bit later. And if it's something I need to check in with my husband, I'll forward it to him asking if he wants to go or if it works with his schedule for me to go. I found that when I attack my email with this kind of intention, it is surprisingly easy to decide to either delete an email right away, read it in archive, respond immediately, do that quick related action, or turn it into a task. Now that leads to principle number three, touch an email only once. This was another one of those bad habits that I had. I would open my email anytime I had a spare moment, which added up to about 20 times a day. The problem was that most of the time, I wasn't in a position to do anything with those emails, so I would just read them and then mark them as unread. Sometimes I'd read the same email three or four times before finally doing something with it. What a waste of mental energy. There is absolutely no good reason to be doing that. Some experts recommend removing email from your mobile device altogether. There was no way that I could do that, but maybe you can. Others suggested turning off all email notifications so you don't get any alerts to email and you don't see that little red bubble telling you you have 20 unread messages. I didn't do that either. I just moved my Gmail app from the home bar of my iPhone into my productivity folder and I put it on the last page. So now if I want to open my email, it takes at least two taps and two swipes, which gives me time to think about whether I really want to open email or not. And yes, I know I can swipe down and search for it, but I don't do that. And so far, it is working. I have spent way more time on Instagram and Pinterest during those random free moments when I want to look at my phone. And we can debate as to whether that is a good use of time or not. But for me, at least it feels much better because I can enjoy those moments instead of stressing over them. And that brings us to principle number four. Schedule time to manage your email. I already mentioned that I was in and out of my inbox all day before, so this principle was probably the hardest for me to implement, but it has also made the biggest payoff. This principle says that you should treat your email like any other task that you need to attend to. You wouldn't write two sentences of a report and then do something else for five minutes and then go back and write another two sentences and then go do something else for 10 minutes. You would just write the report outline or write the first draft and then turn to the other task. So then why do so many of us do email constantly throughout the day? A number of experts suggested that you schedule time blocks for tackling your email and then building a routine around them. One example looks like this. First thing in the morning, check email for anything that needs to be addressed before you get to the office. 
and then respond to those high urgency emails. Then at 9 a.m., noon, 2 p.m., and 6 p.m., spend up to 30 minutes clearing your inbox. Finally, right before bed, check your email for anything else that needs to be addressed before closing off for the night and do only those urgent things, but leave everything else for tomorrow. Because I don't work in a large corporation or have emergencies with my clients very often, that routine felt like a bit too much for me. So I experimented with this routine, which again, it's been a few weeks and I find to be working extremely well for me. At 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5.30 p.m., I spend up to 30 minutes clearing my inbox. And I've been timing it, and I can really do it within 30 minutes. Then occasionally, I will check my email on my phone in the evening if I feel like it. There are evenings where I don't touch my email after 5.30, and then there are others where I'll check it twice. But I will only open emails and read them if I can touch them once. By not opening my email until 10 a.m. in the morning, I have made my mornings into the most productive part of my day in a way that I didn't know was possible. I get a good two to three hours of solid focused work time, except for the occasional meetings that I have then. But for the most part, I am using that time to get my highest priority tasks done, and I love it. I know for some of you, it's going to be hard to schedule time blocks for email, but I encourage you to block time in your calendar now for weeks that you have it available and really try to get into a routine around it. People can wait a few hours for you to respond. Nothing terrible is going to happen. And if you really are in one of those jobs where you have to be constantly in your inbox, I'm sorry, that's the way the culture is. It totally sucks. But if you are not, please give it a try by scheduling and time blocking your email. Next is principle number four, take advantage of technology. As you likely know, I love technology. And if there is an app for it, I probably use it. So when it comes to email, there are dozens of helpful features that your email system either already has built in or that you can get through an add-on app. The reason technology is so helpful is because it can reduce the brain strain of email and make it a lot easier to clear your inbox without adding a lot of extra effort on your part. So let me explain. I use a tool called Mixmax as a Gmail add-on. It can do a ton of stuff, but here are a few of the features that I love that make email more efficient and less stressful. And if you're an Outlook user, I'm pretty sure that Outlook can do most of the things I'm about to mention. First is remind me later. Nothing is worse than having to remember to follow up when someone doesn't respond to your email. It seems like overkill to create a task for following up with someone, but also a pain to have to have a separate tag called waiting for or put it into a certain folder, which you then have to check on a regular basis and then decide when to follow up. So instead, I schedule the email to return to my inbox at a certain date, and I have the option for it to return regardless or only if the person doesn't respond. I love this feature so much. I also use it as a snooze so I can take an email that I'm not ready to take an action on and I can just snooze it and have it pop back into my inbox on the date that I choose where I'll be ready to handle it then. This makes getting emails out of my inbox so much easier as well as making sure that they come back when I need to be triggered to send a follow-up. I also really like the send later option. When I'm preparing for a meeting, I'll send the first email with the agenda and the pre-work And then I will immediately draft a reminder email, which I will schedule to send about 24 hours before the meeting itself. This means I don't have to remember to send that follow-up email. It will just automatically go out for me. And it is so much easier to write those two emails back to back than to have to find the attachments again and remember to send it and all of those things that go with having to send a second email when it's not right fresh in your brain. 
And then the last feature that I use a lot is email templates. There are a handful of emails that I have to write regularly. So I write one really well the first time and then save it as a template. And then I can just use two clicks and insert that template and then just update the details. Lastly, principle number five is reduce the number of emails that you get in the first place. If you really want to be efficient with email, you need to get rid of as much superfluous email as you can. Between the junk email that you get and those crazy long back and forth chains and the emails that you don't even need to be on, we just get more email each day than we really need to be getting. I will talk a lot more about this in episode 64 when we get into team email practices. But as an individual, here are just a few quick things that the experts suggest you do. The first is to unsubscribe or move all of your subscriptions into a separate email address and get them out of your main inbox. You can use a service like Unroll Me app to easily unsubscribe from a bunch at the same time or an app like SaneBox where you can set up auto filters to put any subscription email into a separate folder automatically. Another quick tactic is to reduce the back and forth of scheduling by using something like Calendly with a calendar link for different kinds of meetings or Mixmax has this feature as well. And of course, Doodle is a fantastic option when scheduling group meetings. How you apply these principles will look different for each person. And you may decide that they don't all work for you given your situation, which is totally fine. The point is that you tackle your email inbox with intention. The free mini guide this week is a series of questions to help you reflect on your current habits so you can get a better sense of where you might want to focus your effort. The full guide walks through each of the principles and the various tactics so that you can think about which specific approaches might be right for you. The mini guide for today's episode is available at mamieks.com slash mini guides. To get the full guide along with all of the previous episode guides and guest bonuses at only $15 per month, you go to mamieks.com slash join. If you are not interested in becoming a member quite yet, but you want to get this particular guide or any other full guide, you can go to mamieks.com slash store and purchase just that individual episode guide. All the links and products that I mentioned are in the show notes and they're in your inbox along with that free mini guide if you are a subscriber to my newsletter. To get on that list, go to mamieks.com slash podcast. Thank you again for listening. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration, and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team, I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player and join the mailing list at mamieks.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.